everyone. I'm Julie. And I'm Jenny with a G. We're cousins and best friends. Who live on opposite ends of the country. So we decided to start a podcast. Welcome to Get Funny. <laughs> I put some names. I wrote the names down in a note, too. I was like, let me be professional. <laughs> oh, of the characters? No. Yes. <laughs> That's not what I did. <laughs> That's not what I did. Oh, uh, hello. Hello. Um, what were you talking about? <laughs> I'll tell you when it Okay. Goes. When we get there. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Um, hi, happy Sunday. Happy last weekend in February. Oh my god, it is. Yes. yes. Happy February twenty seventh, also Correct. aka known as Dominican Independence Day. Oh, I did not know that. Oh. I mean, I'm sure I would have figured it out when I got on social media. I just haven't I don't it's not something that's like in my mind. Social media. It is because for me, uh, my goddaughter's birthday's today. So it's always a cute little like, oh, now Dominican. It okay. That's cute, I guess. <laughs> it's, not, it's a stretch, but it's a stretch. We'll give it to her. Um, happy birthday to her if she listens to this. She doesn't. <laughs> the, the like worst thing that has happened. Not the okay, obviously not the worst, but um, it's hurtful still because. I'll like be talking to like a good friend and I'll be like, oh yeah, my podcast. And they'll be like, oh, what's your podcast about? Or like, you have a podcast? Oh my God, I should listen. I was like, do you, have you muted me on social media? Like, (laughs) this is actually offensive. I feel hurt. What's so funny. I just well assume that nobody listens to it. And so then they'll surprise me and say something like, oh, you said that on Get Funny. And I'm like, do you listen? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that you, that does suck. <laughs> that does suck because then you can't reuse jokes. And it's like you already I gave know. this anecdote. Like, oh, my God. But why um, do it anyway? Um, speaking of, not really speaking of, but you said Dominican Independence. Is this the Dominican Independence Day that is that they celebrate? Um their independence from Haiti, mm-hmm. which is so fucked up. Like mm-hmm. y'all know you were colonized, not by Haiti. You were colonized by Spain. You should celebrate yes. your independence from them. Just, you know but what? They Let never not- got independence from them is what it was. Cause they never actually had, they never they didn't want it. They were like, it's fine. Colonizer, please. It, it it's okay. okay. Fine. Yes, bring me your light skin and your 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 thin hair. I love it. I love it. That's you know what I want it. All Dominicans are going to cancel us for this. This is a terrible conversation. Uh, Dominican historians, I'm so sorry (laughs) if you found this podcast somehow. Wow, welcome, Um, guys. We are we are we are joking. Um, Como se dice bromeando. y'all laugh it's fine um but yes it is it is the day but um today i don't do anything except sometimes i do love to give fun facts about did you know this actor actress was dominican and turns out there are so (laughs) many that you just didn't know and here's one of the most interesting facts you know black china Mm -hmm. and her mother tokyo tony Did not know that was her mother's name. Oh, well, now you know. Um, Tokyo Tony was actually born in the Dominican Republic and lived there for the first 12 years of her life. Okay. The Um, things you just find out on different groups. 
Yeah, it's Dominicans. I mean, I can only speak for Dominicans <laughs> because our family's Dominican. Um, I, I think other people do this too. But, like, a Dominican will tell you if someone is even one-eighth Dominican. They'll be like, Absolutely. you know he's Dominican, right? Like, my dad stays telling me that. And I'm like, okay, crazy. Now, unfortunately, over the years, there have been some who we have falsely claimed as Dominican. We've talked I about know. it on this podcast. Alfonso Ribeiro. It's as much as we want him to be, he is not Dominican. We have claimed him forever. So long, so long. But. Um, now, one thing, this will be controversial, but I think today on this day of our independence, it's a good time to bring it up. So the Bodega Boys podcast, um, Jesus and Marrow, also as they are known, they now have a show. It's fine. I was I was one of the original fans, but now they're they've blown All up, right. and it's it's a wonderful your, glow up. Anyway, it's a wonderful. Your plaque is in the way on the way from. I'm I'm from a Bodega production. Boys hipster, basically. Oh um, but they have had this theory that pops up every few years, and it makes me laugh so much that Babe Ruth was Dominican. <laughs> oh, I heard that. Uh, um, yes, I it, did see something like that, and you know what? I don't know. The way that they explained it makes me believe it, it too. It makes sense. It, it checks out for me, and so I'm going to accept that into my life. I don't need facts. Um, no. I'm fine with thinking that Babe Ruth was medical me. records? What are we talking about here? <laughs> medical we, we, records. Is real, that is a HIPAA violation, and I, I will not. I can imagine a Dominican, a Dominican being named Babe and pronounced Bibi. <laughs> I mean, I, I see it. To be clear, Babe is not his legal name um, well, yes, or his but... first name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. This it's fine. This was good. Anyways, yeah. All that to say that I do enjoy letting people know who is Dominican too. So this is why me and your father. Do you have any that friends. I wouldn't know? Ooh, um, you know the big hitters like Zoe Saldana. Yes, yes, and yes. oh, that new that new character on that movie that we're gonna watch, <laughs> Tall Girl Two. <he's> what? <laughs> Stop it! Absolutely he's not. Dominican. He's Dominican, so we gotta watch it. Like we have to support him. Tall Girl Two. You know the struggles of being tall, white, and beautiful. It is so hard. <laughs> it is so hard. It is the hardest. The Remember Euphoria High School student uh, Nate Jacobs. He has struggled <laughs> in his life and actually <laughs> lied saying that he was 6'3 and not 6'5 because he Wait. didn't want to be discriminated against for being tall. You know, we never um, released that episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> so yeah, I need to... Back. I know, I know. Y'all y'all will get this joke. We will soon, uh, maybe this week, uh, release a, a video-only um, podcast on YouTube of uh, us watching The Kissing Booth. <laughs> and oh, my God. We had a, we had a fun time. Um, yeah, it's fine. What are we doing? We, we have uh, to record quickly today because you have a, yes. a previous engagement. You have a hard out, as we say in the biz. <laughs> Well, we say hard stop, so that's funny that you mm. all just say, ah, we got to get out. <laughs> it's a like, hard, hard out. Have to stop. We just have I mean, to stop. Everyone knows you could also say hard stop, but hard out is just, it's just what we say. Uh-oh. I just like that there's a bit of an urgency in it that I don't think that there is when you say hard stop. Most times you say hard stop in our, in my world and they're just like, hmm. 
Okay, well, we just want to say one more thing. Oh. Just, just give me one more second. Yeah. But if See, you say right out, you're like, boom. Goodbye. Oh. I foolishly thought that the urgency was imp- was not implied, was said with the word hard in <laughs> both of these cases. Why would anyone no. be like, oh, no, this is like what? what? Because people wow. are terrible. That's true. That's true. Did you watch Love is Blind season two? I did not um, because I couldn't actually get through season one. So I have you don't have to watch season, season one. No, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I did not watch it, so I didn't really get connected. Like, oh, a new season is coming out. But, funnily enough, I thought they were still based in Chicago. I mean, in Atlanta. No, season two, they're based in Chicago. But Um, one of the the people on there is from Atlanta, and I actually know her parents. Who? The one from Atlanta. Girl, I don't know who's from Atlanta. (laughs) The one with the short hair. Ayana? Yeah. You know her parents? I know her parents. Weird. And they were on the show because then there was there was a meme of them. <laughs> like they meet the guy and they're like looking at him like this. Like, and they're like when your parents meet your boyfriend. <laughs> I, <laughs> I need I, maybe maybe we could take this offline because I need the tea of their um, parental relationship because they adopted her after she was an adult. Yes. Or she was about six. 16 or 17 when they adopted. Well, on the show, on the show, she said, I met them when I was 18 and they adopted me when I was 22. And she's currently 27. So, and I think that's beautiful. Like, whatever, you know, found family. I love that. That's great. Um, I thought she was 16. I I didn't know she was 22 when she was. Maybe they, you know, you know, people lie on TV. Yeah, I know them, but I don't know, know them. That's fine. Like, I remember when they posted that they adopted her, um, but I didn't realize she was 22, if that's what she said. That's her story. That, I mean, that's the story for Netflix. But <laughs> I was just confused because they were like, you know, they, and part of it is like they have to ham it up for the camera and like make it seem like we are your parents. And like, if this man treats you wrong, like we know where to find it. And I'm like, all right, relax. You've known each other for 10 years. But, um, that was just me and my, I, I'm a hater. No, it's fine. They, but they, they, they was cute. And her parents are cute. Her parents were cute. I still, you know, if, if you can adopt someone as they're after they are an adult, that is great because I would love to be adopted by like an Oprah or I have only anyone. wanted to be adopted as an adult. <laughs> I mean, applications come through. Yeah. Uh, and Ooh, the, do wait, you think we could have a reality much. show? Well, yes, of course. Why would you be adopted by a broke person? That's just me. <laughs> I would, would I adopt Sheesh. myself? No, that's just me living no. my life. That's stupid. Uh, what's the reality show concept here? Being adopted uh, as an adult? We, no, no, yes. Yes, okay. like a dating show, but you're auditioning parents I to adopt that. you. I love that. Let's <laughs> do it. Pack it up because I, I'm here for it. Or, or, okay, so that version works too. You're auditioning parents. Or the parents, a couple, decide, a very wealthy couple, obviously, or a wealthy individual. They don't need to have a couple. Um, they decide they want to adopt one adult. And so the contestants are all adults who are competing to be adopted damn by that would be good too i know it's funny because this concept gets really dark if it if i change adult to children like that is that's just sad it's just very that's just annie i also know somebody else who was adopted as an adult what yeah i apparently i didn't know know this was a thing i 
I didn't, I didn't know. know either until I met two of them, apparently. Um, but yeah, wow. the other person, they were adopted and they are, it's great. It's exactly what we're imagining. Okay, so let's pitch this. I need to call up some. This is very dark, um, but it's not. It's I, I think it could work. I think. I think in our current stage of capitalism and the world being on fire and people doing anything to survive, I think it makes total sense for uh, people to try to get adopted by I a mean, wealthy couple. I feel, I feel like there has to be a couple or a singular out there who has so much money but no heirs i can be your heir yeah and your heir you see what i'm saying i can i can be the breath of life that you need and the wind beneath your your wings i can do it i've I've had 30 35 years with my parents they're good i can that's it we're good i can help you out if you're out there my parents won't get offended as long as i keep coming back and visiting them i can do so much i do so much for my parents I had to book plane tickets for my mom yesterday for my grandma, for my grandma. She was like, hey, I want to I want to bring grandma and grandpa here for a vacation. Can you find the tickets and then I will call you and give you my card and then you book the tickets. I was like, now, why am I in it? (laughs) My two adult brothers live at home, by the way. I live across the country. And one of my brothers doesn't have a job. So it's just, you know what? It's a whole thing. But anyway, all of that to say that I would be a great adopted child. I would do these things for. I have done it for free. Exactly. So exactly. Let's it's like, do it for. It's kind of like the concept of like a sugar daddy, sugar baby situation. Like, you know, maybe there's an app for it. It's fine. We'll, we'll workshop this. Um, all I'm saying is that I'm ready. You know. Speaking of Dominicans and also parents and me booking flights for my grandparents, as this was happening. Speaking of your really specific moment. Yes, go ahead. Speaking of all the things we were just talking about, um, my my mom was like giving me my grandparents like information. Like, obviously, I know their names or whatever. And then she was like, "Okay, and this is grandma's date of birth. And I was like, "Mm, I thought grandma's birthday was this day. And she was like, this is grandma's date of birth on her driver's license. I was like, I did not know. That that was different. You haven't seen the memes? And then my, well, no, Jenny, I've seen the memes and I know that there are people in our family who've got like different legal names, like whatever. But for some reason, I didn't think that my grandparents had like the wrong birthday on their license. And apparently both of my grandparents, the birthday we celebrate is not the birthday that... It's no, legally it's, recognized. If they are an immigrant, the birthday that is in America <laughs> is very different from their home country. It is. This is like a thing, regardless. Immigrants. <laughs> shout out to all the immigrants who have two birthdays. Marry me. Uh, yes, the, the 2022 Peacock film, or it, it, let me not say, I don't know if it's, is it a Peacock film? It's not a no. Peacock film. It's just a film that is on Peacock, but it was also released in theaters. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, and yes, it's the, it's a rom-com called Marry Me, or also it could just be seen as a two-hour J-Lo concert, which I'm not yes. mad about. <laughs> yes. So this was Jennifer Lopez, also known as J-Lo, uh, mm-hmm. 
documentary no i mean film uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was a concert show <laughs> romantic comedy film um releasing her album <laughs> for yeah i just learned that so she has an album now that's tied to the movie yes but it's not that it's not the movie soundtrack is it I don't think it is, but it might as well be. I don't know. I let me just tell you, J Lo, the I, queen, the queen of cross promotional marketing. I love it. I love so it. So many people that I saw tweets had sent um, how much they hated the film. Um, I got other messages from people that they were like, "This was whack," and I'm just like, first of all, boo on you for having expectations. That's wow. number one. Wow. Secondly, wow, wow, wow. I thought it was great. I thought it was fantastic concept. Jennifer Lopez in the movie is called you you took the name down Cat Valdez. Cat Valdez and she said to Mary Bastion mm-hmm. <laughs> aka Maluma. Uh, Maluma baby and they are about to get married on stage at the debut of their new single <sighs> Marry Me. But when they're about to get married they find out that Bastion has been cheating on Cat with Cat's assistant, mm-hmm. and it was so poorly acted that moment where she found <laughs> out, and the ma- the producer manager person was like, "No, you stay away." And- <laughs> What's so bad? And then when she's talking on stage. And freaking Bastion is looking down. He just leaves. Like, there's no fight. There's no nothing. It was so bad. But at this moment, J-Lo finds strength to just marry anybody in the crowd. And that happens to be Charlie, a.k.a. Owen Wilson, which this is my list of names. All the other actors that could have played Charlie. Well, okay, let's I'm going to let you get there because I want to also get there. I I think that's a great list. I wish I would have known I would have made a list too. I just have a slight list in my head. Um, yes. So, in essence, this is kind of like a Notting Hill in which a superstar yes. is dating a regular person because what happened So, you said you got a lot of texts and you saw a lot of tweets about this movie, and I did too. And I was because of that, I, I lowered my expectations. And then I started the movie and the first 10 minutes or whatever, up until they get married, I was like, oh, this is not for me. I am not enjoying this. <laughs> um, I don't like this is so like the, this premise is so wild of her being on stage after finding out her fiance is cheating on her, giving a speech to the audience, deciding She's still going to get married in this uh, arena or whatever and seeing that Owen Wilson is holding a sign that his friend Sarah Silverman made that just says marry me on it because that is the name of the song. And I guess when you go to a concert, you have the name of the song that you like on a poster board, even though, of course, they're going to play that song because that's literally the point of this concert. But sure. So Owen Wilson has to hold the sign. And so Kat sees this. She sees this man and she sees the sign and she's like, yes, I will marry you. And then he goes up and he marries her. That is so wild. It's also so weird because he has 
no idea who she is, which is yes. like so bizarre because his daughter well, clearly a, loves her. He has a flip phone from 1998. Yeah, it's so stupid because he's a math teacher. He's not going to be hip to all this stuff, but everybody else around him is hip to it. Yeah, there's no way on earth that he would be a teacher of children and have a child himself and not know who the biggest superstar in the world is. Like, come on now. Uh, but anyway, so that so I got to this point and I was like, oh, my God. And I I actually turned the movie off. Like, I started watching this like two weeks ago and I was like, no. But because I knew we were recording, I had to finish it today. And I will say it does actually get better. Like, because I guess my expectations were low. And because the start was a little rocky for me, I wasn't expecting much, but I thought the rest of the film was cute. However, my biggest issue with this film is that I do not think that the leads had romantic chemistry. No, not at all. And so also before you go there, I also want to talk about one thing that I didn't see anybody tweet about or send messages about was the most sacrilegious performance of a song called Church right before Marry Me. Where she has the nuns oh. in bikinis, and she also is in a bikini, and literally no one talks about it, but it's one of the funniest songs. I on mean, the she album. was having her like Madonna, like a virgin, or like a prayer. Sorry, not like a virgin, like a prayer <laughs> moment. Um, yeah, I yeah. But anyway, but on that think, note, let's get to. Oh, sorry. Go yes. Ahead. No, no. Go ahead. The um the part about the chemistry. I just yes. was like. I liked the film. I did. I watched it twice. I thought it was cute. I just don't. It doesn't sit well with me that you're trying to give us Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson. It just doesn't. After Maluma, right? Like, it it doesn't make sense to me. I get that she wants to be like a regular. She wants a regular guy that's not in the in the industry. Sure. But it just doesn't make any sense. Of all the other men. <clears throat> so yes give me your list i have a few as well please first of all this could have been a perfect moment for matthew mcconaughey i knew you back. were gonna say matthew mcconaughey I mean, they had great chemistry in the wedding planner it didn't was, you did you kind of feel like the casting of owen wilson was like a way to sort of mirror the casting yes, of matthew mcconaughey I like did. oh well, like a white guy with like light hair and kind of you know but it, it wasn't it wasn't that it wasn't that okay Another one, he's been great in these rom-coms, Dermot Mulroney. Mulroney. Yes. I thought he would have been great on this. Because obviously it has to be a white man. It's J-Lo. Like, let's well, my list is not white men. I'm sorry. I'm not oh catering God. to the white gays. But wow. uh, that but is she, my that's all qualm she, with this. All she wants. Channing Tatum. Oh, that would have been... See, Channing Tatum... So the first two I buy, Channing Tatum would be hard to buy him as a regular man. Because okay, he is okay. so, you know, like, I think it has to be, like, a regular everyman type. It can't be, like, it can't be, like, Jason Momoa. Like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, no, no, no that would, no, that no. would be great, but it, he's got to be able to pass as a regular guy, which Owen Wilson can, and, like, a Hugh Grant, you know, in Notting Hill can. But, yeah, no, Channing Tatum does not work. There's Who also else? a J-Lo movie that I love that nobody ever talks about, and it's called Shall We Dance? And in that, she is partnered with Richard Gere, who does play a regular schmegular. And I think Richard Gere would have been perfect in this. I just, <clears throat> I love Richard Gere, Gere, but I also think that they, they would have paired well. It would have made sense. Also, here's the other part. This is the other part, the more looming part of this. 
Sure. Ollie and Wilson also didn't make sense as <clears throat> having a baby with his daughter's mother. <laughs> because when the mother shows up at one point, she literally looks, he is a teacher. He is a teacher at the school that his daughter attends. She, the mother, looks like she is picking up her daughter from school from another, a man that she does not know, that she did not have a relationship with. Owen Wilson did not work with this. This is all I'm saying. Owen, you could have done something else. Vince Vaughn could have been the lead here, too. Because Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn were in Wedding Crashers. I could have seen that, too. But that's my list. I'm going to stop. I want to hear your list. Um, yeah, I do want to just address the fact that one of my issues is that I don't think that this, like, I'm tired of Hollywood. If one of the leads is not white, then the other lead has to be white. Like, come on, guys. Like, you know that two people of color actually can be in a relationship together. Absolutely. Like, interracial doesn't just mean something and white. White actually doesn't have to be a part of that. And that is what I wish we would go away from. And so I was thinking of people who are not white, and I was like, okay, who is it that can play just like a regular guy? And one of my first thoughts, which I think this would have been amazing, was Laz Alonzo. Like, he's uh a little too handsome, but I think he could pull off. He's, I mean, it's Hollywood, so Hollywood doesn't let just unattractive people be famous, (laughs) unfortunately. Um, But I think he would have done, like, I think he can play like an everyman sort of guy. Um, or like Sterling K. Brown. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I feel like he kind of has like a nerdy vibe that he could lean into. Love that. Um, who else? Some, some people are a little too attractive, unfortunately. Or like, oh yeah. So have you watched, you haven't watched The Good Place, right? No. Well, um. Wait, I've only seen like, wait. Yes, I have. I have. I have. One yes, of the I actors have. in The Good Place who plays Cheedy, um, he's also yes. on season two of Love Life, William Jackson Harper. Mm-hmm. He has like a good like nerdy vibe that I think he could have I think could have worked for this. Um basically I would just love it love to not have another white man. Oops. Um that would be great for me. Um certainly not. Not Owen Wilson. I'm sorry, Owen. I'm sorry. And I know. I feel bad because, like, just, I, you know get your bag, but it just, it didn't, it didn't sit well with me. Even, even if they would have had, like, Wilder Valderrama. 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 <laughs> that, I think that could have worked. I don't love that idea. I mean, um, you be nerdy. Or, like, I mean, just something else. I mean, they could have even also kept Maluma. Like, oh. Uh, I'm not as attracted to Maluma as you seem to be. Oh, um, love oh this is who I thought of. So th- the romantic lead from Always Be My Maybe, Randall Park, would be perfect for this oh, role. Yeah. Or yeah, this would. guy, maybe a little too handsome, John Cho, who I love, and I think he should be in more oh, things. No, he's not too handsome. He's perfectly handsome. <laughs> um, it just could have been anybody. It's and I feel anybody. I feel weird about it because I was reading some people's tweets about this, and they were like, I don't care what people say about this movie. I think Owen Wilson and J-Lo have amazing chemistry. And I'm like, and that makes me feel like, oh, maybe I'm wrong. I just, I didn't feel the chemistry. Now, granted, J-Lo is a very charming performer. Like she can have chemistry with anybody. So at a certain, like at a certain point, she is acting like, yes, of course. It's not like there's nothing there, but I just felt like there could have been so much more. Ugh. I just truly 
think that they are still trying to give us like look at this young lady falling for this guy on her on her journey to love and I, I just don't believe it and I know that that's JLo's actual story she is addicted to love and I'm thinking a lot of people talk about that you know there's sex addiction there's drug addiction there's also love addiction and that's what she got and hence why she's always going back and forth so I felt like this story was about her I do think that it could have been a little bit more more story and not so uh hollywood you know because she was a superstar so then they had like the live streams and then like everything being done and all the product placements oh my god like whoo it's it was a lot but i thought it was still fun i thought the music was great i was thinking marry me marry me after the movie for a very long time yeah it was it was cute um I felt like like you just brought up the like the Hollywood of it all. Like they make a big point of showing us that because it's a contemporary film, you know, the truth is that this day and age, these big celebrities do have like teams who are like constantly posting and live streaming and doing this thing. And she's got a camera crew 24 seven, basically. And as I mentioned, Owen Wilson has a flip phone. So he's not even he's not even a regular person in this day and age. He's like mm-hmm. a retro person. Like he doesn't have an iPhone. Um which is just crazy. And so, but I feel like it was like an hour into this movie. And this movie was an hour and 52 minutes. An hour into this movie, he challenges her to go X amount of time without any help. Because he's like, you rely on this team of people for everything. And he's like, I bet you can't do this, blah, 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 blah. And then she challenges him to get an online presence, basically. It's weird. And and I thought that that sort of conflict between them was interesting, and I feel like it should have come earlier in the film. Like, why was it? Why were we already an hour in? Like, that should have been more of like, hey, I'll try this if you show me you can, you know, not rely on the team, whatever. I just thought it came too late, and it felt like a shift in the film. Yeah, but I also think because they wanted us to believe that they were actually dating. I don't know. The whole thing was weird, and. It was fine. I mean, you know what? It's a rom-com, and I'm glad that it, I did not listen, go to the when, theaters for it. When someone, someone asked originally, and then I sent this to you, and I was just like, honestly, this was a 2002 rom-com uh, that J-Lo made. And it was wow. done in 2022, but it, it was giving 20, 2002 vibes, and I was okay with it. I will say, I, I do think that, because you mentioned that this was like... Uh, j-lo and her love addiction like this was kind of like her story i will say that it was kind of like brave or ballsy of her to basically make a movie so closely related to her life um because like in the film cat valdez has been married now this is her fourth marriage Mm -hmm. and you know she's always going from one person to another and she has these like moments of like vulnerability where she's like you know, I don't want to give up on love. Like, I still believe in love, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, I, I feel like that is actually J-Lo speaking her truth. And I was like, good for you, J-Lo. Good for you, girl. Good for you. But but it was cute. I liked it. <laughs> um, There's one moment that I would like to talk about in this film. You may have not noticed it. That was a loud, loud car. It was. It was a motor something motorbike Mm -hmm. whatever so um 
what's his name? Owen Wilson, Charlie. At one point, J-Lo has to travel and they start, like, this is when they're starting to, like, kind of like each other. And he's like, call me if you get bored. And then he goes to brush his teeth and then his phone rings and it's her. And he's like, it's been like three minutes. And she's like, I got bored. I thought that was really cute. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he starts talking to her and he's finishing brushing his teeth. And he spits in the sink. I'm pretty sure. He spits in the sink. He grabs a glass of water, puts it in his mouth, and doesn't spit it out. He swallows it. Who? What kind of psychopath? What? Why would you do that, sir? You just... He didn't... He didn't rinse his mouth out at all. And now, I know what some people will say. This is this is true. Some people say that you don't have to rinse your mouth out. You shouldn't rinse your mouth out when you're done brushing your teeth because that, you know, whatever. And that's fine. Don't rinse your mouth out then. But he actively took a swig of water as if he was going to rinse his mouth out and then he just swallowed it. That's disgusting. Why did you do that? You're just swallowing toothpaste mouth. I just thought that was so weird. I feel like from your look, you don't care about this. I, I just, I'm letting you go through this moment. I I didn't realize it. And as you're talking about it, I'm like, oh, that, that is different. But I, I guess it doesn't. It's gross. Um, yes, there's a lot of product placement. Grosser, grosser probably would have been if he would like did something that wasn't water to me. You know? I mean, yeah, like sure. If, if it was did, orange juice, like yeah, that would be freaking weird. Like, well, he's a he's a monster. Like, why do you have orange juice in your bathroom? <laughs> That's I didn't so weird. realize that he didn't. It's fine. Um, it bothered me. Yes, a lot of product I'm placement. Sorry. Also, J Lo has never used a blender before because. Oh! I was so mad about now that's when I was mad so y'all she has to do she has to test out a blender or whatever well so no she's, she's like, this she, is when he's telling her yes. I bet you can't live your life without other people doing everything for you yes so, so she she's like cool done, I'm gonna make a smoothie she had done a smoothie on screen before and so this is her first time doing it by herself no one's telling her what to do and so she puts all this stuff in the blender and then starts the blender but like literally the same montage that they do in all these films. How do people just forget to put a top on every a like, freaking blender? It is not believable that this middle-aged woman in the year 2022 would not know that all blenders need a lid. It's so like, ridiculous. That that is not believable to me. It would be more believable if she put the lid on and it wasn't on all the way or something. But no, I was so mad about that. I was like, what? I can believe if it was one of the ninja ones because my parents have one, and you have to like it's so secure, you have to like put it in and then lock it. Sure, maybe she had some trouble with that because that was really troublesome for my family. But putting a lid on is the so lid, important. girl. The lid, of course, you need said, a lid. Didn't she say something like "oops"? I was like, no. Oops. I don't know what she said. There was also. It was annoying. I don't know if you noticed this <laughs> as much as I did. I, I don't know why I noticed it. But in addition to product placement, I feel like this film was sponsored by Big Apple. Like, why were there so many apples? Why? She would just run it. She would just pop into a room chomping on an apple. I guess I didn't notice that one either. And then, like, at one point, she's waiting for him in his classroom, and she's like, I brought you an apple. That makes more sense, because he's yes, a teacher teaching apples. Teacher, yeah. But, like, otherwise, I'm like, where but are you also, getting all these apples? That other scene where she is in the classroom, she just randomly shows up to his classroom, hasn't met his kid yet, which I thought was a little outrageous. Why would you show up if you haven't met the kid? But then, not only does she meet the kid for the first time, 
She then starts teaching them how to dance in heels in a full jacket. Like, what? This is <laughs> just not, none of it made sense. There, I actually thought, <laughs> I'm, I'm dumb. I actually thought that those scenes with the students were really cute. And I wish that there was more of that. Because, uh, so Owen Wilson, Charlie is a, he's a math teacher, but he also is the advisor for the math team, the Mathalon or something. It's it's a coach for the mathletes. I just okay. All right, just. thank you. <laughs> um, and so his daughter's on it, and the like the set piece of the movie, the final like her realizing she's in love with him, takes place in Peoria, Illinois, at a mathalon contest. And so she like there's a funny scene where she tries to get a flight by herself, and she has to fly coach, and that's funny to me. Um, and I thought that whole thing with the, with his kid was like a little forced, but I thought it was cute because like the backstory is his kid choked at a different math competition. And so she since then, she's like kind of skittish about performing math <laughs> in front of people. Um, so it was a big deal that she even joined the mathletes in the first place. And J-Lo tells her like, you know, I forgot the words to one of my songs on live TV at the VMAs. And and kind of like humanizes herself, which I thought was cute. Like, yeah, this happens to everyone, but you just have to get up and do it again. And what she tells her is one of the ways that I was able to get out of my own head was by making my dances really hard. So I couldn't think too much about the words. And so that's why she starts teaching the kids the dances and they start doing math drills while they're dancing. It's fun, whatever. Um, and so at the end, at the math um, Owen Wilson's daughter, her name is Lou, uh, she's getting up there and the other team is being very mean. They're like, you're going to choke, whatever. I was like, all right, you all are nerds too. Um, it's fine. And so she starts choking and then Owen Wilson remembers that she did well with the dancing. So he starts doing the dance steps that he learned from Kat and then Kat sees it and homegirl Lou gets the answer right, but it's too late. She still loses, but it's fine. They learned a lesson and he's so proud of her and blah, blah, blah. And then Kat's there and they all have a cute little reunion and i guess cat's a stepmom now that is weird but um yeah i thought i thought that was cute i wish like i don't know i feel like those moments of like grounding the movie more in his world i felt like i felt like those worked more than having him in her world at all like that did work for me yeah, I really thought it was cute. I did enjoy when he was in her world. He didn't have to stay one night. They're like, hey, we're done for the day. And he was like, no, I'd like to stay. And then ended up bringing his dinner to like watch her record her song. So I thought it was cute. I do think the movie is cute. If y'all want to watch it, you should. If uh, you it's don't. It's on Peacock. Well, you weren't going to. How about that? <laughs> it's fine. <clears throat> we um, still watched it. Yay. Well, yay. We this is our first J-Lo Finally. I don't know if you noticed this, but when I finished Peacock, nope, when I finished Marry Me on Peacock, it's like, do you want to watch The Wedding Planner? I'm like, you guys have The Wedding Planner? They have all looking, their stuff. We've been looking for The Wedding Planner because we wanted to do it, and they took it off of Hulu right as we were uh, about yeah, to do it. sure did. So, all that to say, the, watch out, we'll probably do The Wedding Planner soon. And maybe Monster-in-Law if it's on for what did Julie find on Al Gore's internet? What did you find us? Well, the internet is a dumpster fire. Well, so is the world. Yes, a hot take. Correct. But I thought that 
we should just keep it simple and do and not an am I the asshole. It's a relationship question from the subreddit relationships. Um, and it's about a boyfriend's daughter. And so I chose it because it mirrors marry me in which Kat Valdez becomes a stepmother to her partner's daughter. Um, I did not read the whole thing, so I don't actually know. I just read the first few sentences. So this may be terrible, but let's find out. It says, my 39 female boyfriend, 40 male, is often getting in fights with his daughter, 17 female, and then our day is ruined. Okay. We've been together for five years. My partner is pretty volatile or sensitive. I don't know how to describe it. Hmm. He gets very hurt and upset if he feels slighted by his daughter. The thing is, I've dealt with this behavior the whole time I've known him. And a lot of the things he gets hurt by aren't things I personally would think are that hurtful. A couple of years ago, when she was 15, he got all hurt and upset because she was getting dropped off at our house at 10 a.m. for Father's Day and spending the rest of the weekend with us. She texted him saying she'd be there closer to 1040 because she slept longer than she meant to and had to stop to get him a card to go with the gift. This sent him into a big spiral of hurt because she was going to be slightly late, even though we didn't have specific plans and because she hadn't already gotten him a card. He was surly with me, told her that not even told her to not even bother coming over if he was such a low priority. She came anyway. He ended up staying in bed, sulking for hours, saying he didn't want to see her. Oh my God. When I'd go see him, he was in a foul mood and just wanted to keep asking me questions about what she was doing, what she said, etc. It seemed so immature, I guess. Of course, he finally got over it, got up, and they made up. And then we had a good day together. Uh, this kind of thing happens every few months, but it's making me more nervous because she's 17 now and is becoming less willing to go along with his drama. I've noticed that when he's upset with her, he just falls apart. This can't be normal. It happened again last weekend. She was supposed to be with us for the weekend. He got a bit upset with her over something. This time she got upset right back with him. She never usually does that. And he ended up telling her fine, then go back to her mom's for the weekend. So she did. And after a bit, he reached out to her and she said she now had plans for the weekend, which is another thing she's never done. But I imagine this will happen more often. Mm -hmm. He lives for her and always has. So this sends him into a tizzy of depression. So now our weekend together is ruined. He doesn't want to go anywhere. He is snappy with me. He stays in bed. He goes back and forth between lamenting about how his life isn't worth much without her and asking me to reach out to her only to get upset and telling me she's ungrateful for everything he's done for her. Oh my God. This is so triggering. I ask him if he wants to go see a movie. He says, no, I ask him if we can watch something together and he just wants to be alone. I feel frustrated and annoyed to me. It's just a minor argument with the teenager, not the end of the world. And if anything, I feel like he's lucky she's gone this long and not calling him out on his drama. But mostly I end up feeling like chopped liver. Anytime something goes wrong between him and his daughter, I might as well not even be there. Is this just a normal, more or less, part of dealing with a child growing up? I really can't relate. Oh, because I also have a daughter, a twist, 16 female who lives with us half time. And I honestly rarely have big arguments with her. But if I ever do, it doesn't send me into a deep depression. And I certainly never get cranky with him or allow it to ruin our weekend. Is he being ridiculous? Or is this a case of differing parenting styles? Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I don't understand how some people are in relationships. <laughs> I don't understand how some people are able to procreate and others can't. She's been with him for five years and is 
just now asking if this is normal. Ma'am, you know this is not normal. You have a daughter yourself. You are also a parent. It, I reading this, I thought she wasn't a parent, so she was like, "Is this, you know, I don't yeah. know how parents be, you know, is this normal?" But she has a daughter of almost the same age. <laughs> I am. Oh no, y'all weird. I don't get it. Like, if this you know, you realize bad. the behavior is not normal. He's getting upset. He's obviously a narcissist and uh-huh. going to. I mean, that's not cool. I mean, that's that is weird, weird behavior. I would say the only thing about the Father's Day thing that I was just like, well, you can't call it the whole weekend if it's one day. Father's Day is on a Sunday. Yes, I I, I heard that, too. But that's the only thing that I'm just like, she was there for a couple hours. Um, But I think that that is weird. Um, Ma'am, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know if you're ever going to hear our opinion on it, but um y'all should not you should definitely leave this man um but also there was no way there was nowhere in this of her and maybe she just didn't include this but she didn't say like i've or did she i don't know it was a long letter so i blacked out um she didn't say like i tried to tell him that this is not healthy i tried to tell him to go no, to therapy sound like blah, that blah. No. like this, she it just described healthy. it. She just said, I, I guess she, the only thing that works there is like she get telling him to what she, the girl, the the child was doing. Yeah, but that's, that's that's so weird. And it's like you have been dealing with this for five years. For five years, your husband has thrown a tantrum if he didn't get his way with his daughter, and then he has iced you out because of it and you never you like you've been accepting this from your own relationship for five years that is crazy behavior to me but also if you care about this child who is now 17 you've been in this child's life for five years i need you to be more proactive in helping her and whether that means taking her father to therapy or talking to the daughter and being like hey th- i know this isn't normal and don't worry about it like your you know your dad needs help blah 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 like the person who's writing this letter for me is not doing enough. <laughs> and, and yeah. I know that that sounds like victim blaming and I'm not trying to, I, I don't want that to come but out that way. It's enabling. I feel it is like enabling. it's enabling because yes. it's not addressing the fact that he's clearly being irrational with what he feels. Like obviously people can feel whatever they want, but your feelings can't be irrational to the situation. You might as well not come because you're 40 minutes late. Yeah. That's yeah. like, this is, like, this is obviously a narcissistic parent, and it's a narcissistic parent who, unfortunately, as the child gets older and starts to establish an identity outside of the parent, that drives a narcissistic parent crazy. Ask me how I know. Um, <laughs> and and it's crazy because a normal, I'm using normal very loosely because there's no such thing as normal and everyone parents differently, but like a healthy parent recognizes that their child is an individual and is actually a separate entity from them. A a healthy parent has a child not as a means of validating their own existence, but as a means of bringing another person and helping this person in this world become the best person they can be. That is what parenting should be. Parenting is not, this is a little clone of me. This is my child, my daughter, my kid. And everything they do needs to be for me because I'm their parent. And I do every, like, what? don't have children (laughs) it's too late for this man and this poor child who i hope gets therapy 
But like, y'all, if that is what you are looking for from a child, do not have children, please. Oh my God. I mean, all of it is just wrong. I'm so like... I'm so upset. It's so upsetting because it's like, you're enabling him, but also why do you want that in your house? But also, if that's how he is with his daughter, how is he with your daughter? Does he even care about your daughter? Are Probably you all, not. Are you all living a life together? Or are you just two roommates that happen to have kids to see each other? I think that's weird. I think it's hard to, you know, have expectations, but you've been doing this for five years already. Girl, like, yeah, I want you to want better for yourself because five <laughs> years is insane. You don't have to be with this man. You actually don't have children with him. So just what is he giving you? That you are, you're 39. That's, you're a baby. First of all, she's 39 and he's 40 and they have almost adult children. That made me feel like, what? <laughs> I could actually so have an adult funny. child at my age and I feel Ooh. like a child myself. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Truly, I um, I'm so upset. I don't... <sighs> This made me sad. That was actually really upsetting. It was because I'm just like still thinking like he really gets so mad and the wife is just like, he stayed in his room sulking. If you don't get out of this room and come say hello to your dog. First of all, I do have a lot of strong opinions about parents who do have children and aren't always with them because I feel like they have some kind of... Regardless, I know how divorce works. I get it. But I feel like there's so many people that act in a selfish way. And for me, my interpretation of parenthood is not to sacrifice everything in your life, but you have to put the child first. And this poor child at 17 years old, almost 18, is actually going to have a very strong time having support with people in her life because her parent is so so demoralizing and i can't i don't like it so to this man and to all parents like this y'all need to get it together and i hate it because of those who have struggles becoming parents and that's what makes it unfair and how why i get so upset about it because there's so many people who don't deserve to be parents and he's one of them oh we this is i'm upset yeah yeah you know what i hope to bring this back i hope that this child can be adopted by some loving parents yes. as an adult. <laughs> Get adopted as an adult, darling. Oh, Come on, I, our show, girl. <laughs> I can't adopt you because I'm poor and broke and need my own life together. But but see, like, I feel like I, I'm not, I don't want to adopt a 17-year-old. <laughs> but I feel like if I did adopt a 17-year-old, it, first of all, it's wild. I could have a 17-year-old. That's yeah. insane. But if I adopted a 17-year-old, I know for a fact. And now I am damaged. I am medicated. I am all sorts of things. But I know for a fact that I would be a better parent to a 17-year-old than this person who is this parent. Like Absolutely. And I wonder what the mom, the biological mom, feels like, right? She like, probably feels like she dodged a bullet by leaving this man. By not Sheesh. having a life with him. But yeah, no, this is upsetting. I'm so sorry to um, myself because I literally triggered myself reading this. Um, I'm sorry to myself and also to our listeners and to you for bringing this into the space. I should have gone with my gut, which was disgusting. Am I the asshole? Um, or was it a relationship? It went viral on the on Twitter this weekend. And I can't get it out of my head. And it was so disgusting. I didn't want to bring it in here because it's so disgusting. Obviously not the asshole, whatever. I will just give you the breakdown It is a woman who is married 
and she has to, she and her husband get a divorce or are getting a divorce because she, I'm going to like throw up. I can't. She in her kitchen, she's cleaning her kitchen and she finds some jars in the cabinet that she's never seen before. And she opens the jars. She opens one of the jars and basically what she learns is that her husband has been saving his diarrhea in jars in his kitchen and and not only that, because she's like, I maybe could have overlooked this. Maybe. But when she threw them away, he brought them back and he tried to physically restrain her to stop her from throwing them away. He put hands on her to stop her from getting rid of his diarrhea jars. And I wanted to die. And I didn't want to bring this into the space, Jenny, because this is disgusting. And I hate everybody. It is disgusting. But I thought that maybe that would be a nice change of pace from the triggering um, narcissist behavior. Anyway, that's what I saw on the internet this week. Truly, that is actually what I saw. Okay, you need to get off the internet. That's I it. Know. No, you're done. You're done. <laughs> can we? You're can done. we just? Can we just end this segment for now? You're, like we don't. We don't have we're to come done. back to this. Going, Al Gore, save us. Al Gore, what have you done? What have you wrought? What? What have you wrought? I wish we had a men in black a men in black pen that like wipes your memory yes I wish like I I read that Jenny and I was like I wish I never learned how to read like I'm so mad oh my god like there's not even I can't even develop words it was um (laughs) I was trying to think of something else I saw but everything's so terrible yes um it was bad I yeah uh, you know what Oh, uh, uh, things are things are getting dark. I can't. Um, and it's getting gloomier. No, we gotta pick it up. Pick it up. Pick I, it up pick anyway, up. yes. So that was the internet forever. We are okay, not doing done. the internet again. We're never doing it again. I can't. Oh my god. I'm so sorry. Okay. What are you looking for? <laughs> oh what brought you what? joy or what are you looking forward to this week i don't know <laughs> um sometimes my dog uh has a cute pose on the couch he's been doing this thing lately where <laughs> so he has a he has a specific pillow on the couch and that's his pillow and he sits on that pillow like not sits he like lays on that pillow but lately because we have two pillows lately if that one pillow is close to the other pillow, he'll kind of like wedge himself in between them and like lay on it. And then yesterday, the two pillows were on top of each other and he had his head propped up on it. And it was so tall that he was like sleeping on it like a person. And that brought me joy. That is a small thing. <laughs> Look, guys, we know the world is, you. we all know, we all know. But um, that brought me joy. It was really cute. I have pictures of it. Don't worry, I can send you. Um, and then what am I looking forward to? This is going to sound crazy, but I am looking forward to working. Um, I have, I'm a little behind on some projects because I had to take some time off. Um, and I'm looking forward to getting into them. Uh, not only because I don't like to be behind, I would like to finish my work, but also because some of the stuff is really exciting and like, it's cool story stuff. And I'm excited to like, get into that, those worlds again. So I'm excited to do work and, uh, Yeah. That that is that. How about you? What same so, questions? <laughs> same questions, and I'm gonna answer both of them. So many things brought me joy this week. Okay, flex. <clears throat> One, I actually did a vision board. 
with my friend. We did it via Zoom, and we were doing it. We were supposed to do it in early February because January is a trial month. So, um, because of schedules or whatever, it didn't work out until a couple of days ago. But I made it, and I feel really strong about it. I think it's great. Um, I have a lot of goals on there, like all around, right? But then I also wrote myself a letter so that I know that I can do this, but it doesn't have to be like determinant of like a success. You know, it's just mm. a good guy. And so, yeah, it's pretty cool. So that brought me joy. Um, this highlighter, let me show it to you. I want to ask a question about your vision board, but uh, go ahead. Yes. Oh, uh, the highlighter, no, the vision board. Did you... Um, so I, for years and years, always told myself I was going to make a vision board. And because of this, I kept magazines. And mm-hmm. long story short, I never made a vision board. And just the past year, I finally got rid of all the magazines because I had so many magazines. Did you use, like, cutouts? Like, how, how did you, like, yeah, did you I cut stuff out from, from magazines? Or did you? Yes. I, I cut some things out. But also, to your point, having too much stuff, I did not want to stick too much with all the pictures. So I did a lot more words and wrote to myself, you know? So it's like some pictures, but nothing too outrageous because to your point too, I also did one before that had a lot of... Is that Betty White? Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm not trying to get all into your vision board, but I was like, is that Betty White? It's uh, Betty you know White. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh. Sorry, you were saying. It is, it is Betty White. Um, and that one is for Stay Genuine. Oh. Because I think Betty White um, was genuine and awesome. And under it, too, I put Be Iconic again in, um, because of Betty White. And so when I got the magazines, I was looking through the magazines and it was just like, there's nothing that's really popping out that makes relates to what I think in my head so I was like I don't want it to just be all these pictures of stuff right because it's not it's not stuff I think it's also like guidance in in how you want to perceive yourself for the year right it's not just acquiring stuff so I was like yeah I'm gonna put more words on here than anything else and something that made sense to me get some of these markers that are like these paint markers so it has a little shine mm-hmm. on it so I really like that so yeah I bought magazines a lot before and to your point I cut a lot of stuff out and it just looked messy and I didn't actually look at it again <laughs> so I was like well let me not do that and also I wanted to read the articles in the magazines so well there's that mm-hmm. so um, I didn't do that so yeah okay well so that's that, cute that brought me joy I also got some new fits for the springtime so they're on their way very excited Mm. for that and then um i went to dallas texas so that was fun and i got to see this is weird but it also was very cool for me i got to see the dealey plaza where jfk Mm. was shot and it's so weird because i was just like looking at it i was just like how you know like it's so crazy like the whole how and why behind it but then also the stuff we don't know and the stuff that we could never know so it was really 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 interesting and then um we went to Waco Texas which oh I love a good little trip because in Waco they have the Dr. Pepper Museum (laughs) And I got to go see the Dr. Pepper Museum because I love Dr. Pepper. So it's cool. And yeah, so those are things that brought me joy. What am I looking forward to? 
I'm going dancing tonight, which I haven't done in Atlanta in a couple of months. Wow. Um, so yeah, I'm going tonight. On a Sunday? On Girl. a Sunday. It's a it's a festival that's happening. Oh. So yeah. Well, that is fun. Um great. Wait, what were you yeah. gonna tell me about the highlighter? Oh, that it's ginormous. Oh. Look at this big ass highlighter. Oh. I, look how big it is. It is quite large. Comparison to that. What you is know? that? Oh, it's just, just a little little square. That's okay, because I don't know what that is, so the, uh, the size comparison doesn't work. You're right. Here's an earring. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I really, Manny got me this. He went to Vegas for a conference, and he was like, hey, I brought you this highlighter. And I was like, I love it. <laughs> like, That's like... As much as I love miniature things, I also love obnoxiously big regular items. You're just like things that are not the size that people expect them to be. Exactly. But I hate Kate that looks like real things. Well, that's different. That is different. (laughs) That's 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 like pandemic season one. Like, is it cake? (laughs) Is it cake? And uh, now it's getting worse. Like, I feel like those are the worst ones. But yes, I do like things that are not the normal size. So. That's a cute. big old highlighter. That is a huge highlighter. What could you highlight with that? What could you not highlight it with? I can highlight so many things. I know, but you can't. So it's big. so big. But, like, what if you wanted to highlight a small thing? You could use one side of it. You see what I'm saying? Like, I guess. It I has guess. sides. I'm going to – I'll do some highlighting reels for you here. I don't need you to, but okay. Wow. And then I can do a big one. Wow, that is a big one. That is a big one. I uh, love it. This is why, because the world is burning and all I got is this. That's fine. You know what? It's all good. I just bought a bunch of notebooks today for no reason, except Ooh. I wanted notebooks. And I was like, you know what? What kind of notebooks? I wanted, so, you know, I go through a lot of notebooks and things. And sometimes I go through moods where I only want to use my iPad for writing. Like I have a digital digital stuff on my ipad use my apple pencil and then sometimes i go through phases where i don't even want to look at my ipad and that's where i am right now and it's sad though because i like have so much stuff that i set up on there it's fine it's adhd but i wanted a spiral hardcover notebook because i have one right here that i um and i also wanted it to be big that i got at like the dollar tree or something ages ago and i was writing in it today i was like I like this. I need more of these. So I went on Amazon and bought some more. Of course. What's so funny. Um, my gosh, you were just saying it. Damn. Notebooks, digital planning. Oh, iPad. That's what you're talking about. So there's a meme and it's uh, or a TikTok and it says, I feel like the people who have their life together have iPads. <laughs> and so I've been wanting an iPad forever. And I literally had this conversation with people last night. They were, they all had iPads and they're like, yeah, my life is pretty together. And I was like, damn it. I knew it. And so I was like, I just want to get a pencil and then get one of those things. Like they have it like this big where you can do a click on the Apple pencil and then you can use it like that. It's like a little cover or whatever. And I'm like, that's yeah. what I want. I want it. I want to be able to click and then just draw on my iPad one day when I get an iPad. One thing I will say is perhaps you are correct that everyone who has their life together has an iPad, but the inverse is not true. <laughs> everyone who has an iPad does not have their life together, and I will be I will be the poster child for that. Because <laughs> girl. Thanks for listening to Get Funny. We hope you laughed. But if you didn't, we did. <laughs> We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. 
We killed it. Crushed it. 